Welcome to the Making a Marketer podcast, the show for all levels of experience with the best guests in the industry. Now, more than ever, it's important to keep up on the latest marketing trends and topics, and this is just the spot. Get ready to learn and laugh with your hosts, Megan Powers with Powers of Marketing and Jen Cole with Now Marketing Group. Here we go. Hello, hello, and welcome to the Making a Marketer podcast. This is episode 62. This is the fourth bonus episode. We normally take the summer off, kind of, but I felt like I wanted to amplify some voices and talk about some topics that people are super passionate about right now. So yeah, so I haven't done a show with Jen Cole in a while, although she has been (laughs) in the chat on the lives, but hi, Jen Cole. How are you? Hey, Megan. I'm doing wonderful. I'm doing absolutely wonderful. You didn't have anything going on this week, did you? Like nothing big happened. It's just been like snoozeville, right? Dude, it's been the most boring week of all. <laughs> I can't even. <laughs> Jen had a little job change and managed to land on her feet in two days. Two days, y'all. This is true. Yeah, we were counting the hours last night. I think it ended up being a total of 60 hours of not having a job. I'm just... <laughs> I'm kind of blown away by it. I love it. Me too. All right. So yeah, so this is another bonus episode and we will kick off season four next month. And at the end of this month, we are in the process of revving up the reunion engines. We will have all the guests from season three or as many as can make it back for a a whirlwind two-part reunion action at the end of the month. So those are always fun. Indeed. So real quick, this show is sponsored by Powers of Marketing. We provide strategic marketing development, execution, and training online, of course, for small to medium-sized businesses. So today, our topic is something that Jed and I are super passionate about. We are talking the power of Twitter chats with Nathalie Gregg. How are you, Nathalie? I am well, Megan. And how are you, Jen? Glad to be here, ladies. So good. So good. So excited to have you. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm excited about this topic because there are so many Twitter chats I cannot participate in all of them, especially Thursdays. <laughs> Thursdays are crazy. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> four hours. You could, I could, if I attended all of the ones that all the awesomeness happens on, on Thursdays, it would be four hours, which I just don't, mm-hmm. I just don't have the time for that with my <laughs> work, but I'm going to read her bio adjunct faculty, leadership and performance coach and speaker, change agent, organizational developer, adjunct professor, public speaker, and television personality all describe Nathalie Gregg. Nathalie challenges the way women think and how they practice leadership through her weekly hashtag Lead Loudly Twitter chat. Lead Loudly is the battle cry and movement for women to live bold, confident, and fearless. I love that so much. Thank you. All right, Jen, you want to get us going? Yeah, it's so fun that we're recording this episode on a Thursday when it's Twitter chat day. Nathalie, Twitter chats can be insanely powerful. As we all know, they're a great way to grow relationships and become known in your industry. What originally drew you to Twitter chats and what are some of your favorites right now? What originally drew me to Twitter chat is Madeline Scalar. Yes. Madeline Scalar is my Twitter coach and my Twitter mentor. And one day I was actually um, participating going the wrong way on Twitter Smarter because instead of putting A 
one, I was putting Q one, and Madeline so graciously oh. guided me in the other direction. <laughs> She's so amazing. <laughs> she is. And then a couple of weeks later, she slips into my DM and she says that you really need to build something around Lead Loudly. And I'm like, you actually know what that is and <laughs> what it means. And so we jumped on a telephone call and you know, she was telling, talking, talking to me about building community. And I was dragging my feet a little bit, of course. And then finally she says, well, I'm going to build a course around you because I know other people want to do this as well. And so she kind of talked me into being somewhat of a guinea pig or a early adopter. <laughs> <laughs> for awesome. uh, her Twitter course. And um, and finally, I said, okay, Madeline, we're going to do this. Only if you be my first guest. And she was my oh. first guest a year ago and kicked us off. In June, she was my guest to celebrate our one-year anniversary of the Lead Loudly Twitter chat. Oh my gosh, that is absolutely amazing. She's such a phenomenal person and a great yes. person to learn from. Mm-hmm. She really is. I love that origin stories that's how we get started (laughs) yay all right so i want to take one step back if we can sure and see if you can describe what exactly a twitter chat is to someone who doesn't know anything about it like someone knows zero what's that and we actually jen and i on sme chat had someone who got kind of upset because she stumbled on it and didn't know what it was and felt like we should have done a better job at the beginning of it of explaining to a novice of who anyway so Mm -hmm. i was like oh i hadn't even thought of that so yeah say you a twitter chat is a conversation that revolves around a hashtag like from Madeline is Twitter smarter. So she's all things about Twitter, about marketing, about building community and those type of things. And my hashtag is lead loudly, which is the battle cry for women to be bold, confident and fearless. So the lead loudly Twitter chat usually revolves around something around leadership, entrepreneurship, marketing and subsets around those things. Okay, so there are others as well. Yeah. So at the time that it's scheduled, the participants get online, search Mm -hmm. on that hashtag, and then they just follow that hashtag and answer questions that get asked of the... Yes, that is correct. With my Twitter chat, there's seven curated questions that the guests answer as well as the participants. And so at seven o'clock on Thursdays, you will see a welcome graphic from me come up at seven o'clock that says, welcome to the Lead Loudly Twitter chat and welcome my guests for that particular day. Yeah, and that's actually a good point. Some a lot of shows have guests, but some don't. Like SME Chat rarely had guests, right, Jen? Like you may yeah. once or twice. Yeah, you know, we we were doing that kind of back in the beginning, okay. but then it kind of got it got tedious to have them on the live show, and then again the next Wednesday to recap the live oh, show on the Twitter yes. chat. So for mm-hmm. to ask them to do two things was just it was a little much. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and as a guest, it's nice to get the questions in advance because there's yeah. so much coming so fast and furiously throughout a Twitter <laughs> chat because you're trying to engage with everyone. And answer questions and look what other people wrote and learn because that's part of the point of it, right? Is to learn from the community and yeah. to get to know each other. So yeah, so I like having my answers pre-prepared. That's all. Absolutely. And I am thrilled because a lot of my guests are first-time guests to Twitter chat. And oh, so oh, wow. they're like, oh, I'm a little uneasy.
see because Amy and Caitlin are first time guests tonight. And I'm so thrilled that they're going to be on tonight with me talking about the power of influencer marketing. And so I have an outline and I'm a type A and I'm kind of, you know, get it all done up front. And so I give them an outline as well as a timeline as far as what actually happens step by step by step. That's awesome. Yeah. And one thing that helps is to schedule as the host is to schedule the posts so that to keep you on track. Cause I always wondered like, how do you, how do you, how could you possibly stay on track <laughs> hosting, trying to answer everything? And yeah. So scheduling those, I think is big. Yes, it is. And a lot of times I don't schedule because sometimes some questions kind of take, you know, and take off. And so then I'm looking as the moderator, do I need to go to the next question or do I need to give this question a little bit more time? Because last week we um, had a discussion around allyship and it was just unbelievable. And so I had to really kind of pay attention to what was going on and how the conversation was progressing. Yeah, that's really smart. I would see that happen every once in a while on SME chat and, and then I'd be like, oh my gosh, this is going so good, but we already have the next question popping out here in like one minute. I love that point. So that's an excellent point. So uh, that's you. very considerate. It's awesome. It also allows your conversation to grow in uh, new and different ways that possibly wouldn't have happened before. So that is really awesome as a host to allow your community to do that. So cool. Yeah, thank you. Because yeah. I really try to play a strategic role as the moderator and try to focus on, you know, what the guest needs and what are their conversation going on, but also what's the conversation that's going on in the community as well. Yeah. So, you know, storytelling has, and I feel like maybe it's always been such a huge part of building a relationship between a brand and its followers. Mm -hmm. So how can hosting a Twitter chat help a brand to highlight their own story? Well, it has really helped me to dig deeper into the story as well as the conversation that I want to have around leadership and especially women's leadership. Uh And how do we continue to have those conversations around, you know, we must stop playing small. You know, we have all the talent, we have all the gifts, we have everything we need, but a lot of times we won't go out and play full out. And so it has really helped me talking with guests and also having those conversations with the community. What does this need to look like to move us forward? That's so empowering. It seems like a Twitter chat, it can be a little thing, but to come away from a Twitter chat with something so amazing and with such empowerment, that is priceless. It's invaluable. Gosh, it's so cool. Yes. and, And I'm so excited about how I have evolved as well as the community because I can remember back a year ago when we were first getting started, it was really stoic and, you know, very quiet. And now it's a fully engaged conversation and I can see sub conversations going on and conversations (laughs) going on during the week and conversations going on on Agora Plus and Pulse and here and there. And, you know, and so that's really (laughs) exciting to me to see it kind of take on, you know, a life of its own. Yeah. Now that's how you really know you're building a solid community is when they're still hanging out and chatting with each other throughout the week and still using your hashtag. It's so cool. Mm -hmm. So cool. I love yeah. It. And actually today on the agency chat, there's this woman named Mary. Mary, if you're listening, hi. I've never seen her face because she got her logo as her Twitter icon. And I feel like we share a brain and I'm like, am I ever going to get to see what you look like? <laughs> <laughs> 
She's trying to be, she's trying to stay incognito. That's right. We have to find Mary. <laughs> find Mary. Hashtag find Mary. That's right. <laughs> you know, one of my colleagues have a hashtag find Troy. So now we have to find Mary. Oh yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Find Troy. He's, he's yes. awesome. Yes, I love he's Troy. Incredible. He's such a great guy. Yes. <laughs> I, I love it. Okay. So you mentioned this and this is the allyship show. This is my next question. You did a show a chat on allyship last week. What would you say is the best sentiment or thing or feeling sort of like that came out of that chat during this moment in time? Wow. I know it's a loaded question. That's big. It is. It's hard to say (laughs) one thing. Okay. This was Laura's first Twitter chat as well. And I had the honor of being on her platform the week before the Riveter. And she's building an amazing platform around uh, women's leadership and empowerment and allyship and equity and all those things. And to have her on as a guest a week after, that was an honor for me. But also the conversation around it and the conversation for men as well. Because I always say that if we're going to win and when we win as women, it's not us or them, it's us and them. It's a collaboration between us. Exactly. We need them in the room too. I've I've said that for a long time about like conferences that are, I love that they have women-focused blocks to make sure that women get stage time. But then I look around the room and there's like one or two guys in the room. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, wait a minute, they need to be here because yes. they are. They need to be part of the conversation. That's correct. Yeah, that's that awesome. Correct. Well, I have made a pledge through this, uh, starting with this bonus month, to do better about showing allyship at this show. As I've said before, I've never chosen a guest at the exclusion of anyone else. Sure. Um, but now I am making more conscious choices. To, oh, wonderful. Fantastic. To, to show allyship and to have a more diverse group of guests. On. So Wonderful. Really awesome. Glad. That is so exciting. Well, I'm going to have to look back on that chat. Like I said, Thursdays are kind of nuts for me, but I will, I will check it out. All right. So we like to take a little brain break on this show and um, we're not quite at halftime, but close. So the topic today, Jen picked this week, what is the most creative thing you've accomplished outside of work during the last few months of quarantine life? Hmm. And I can go first if you want a minute to think. Oh, that'd be great. That'd be great. Thank you. (laughs) So it's kind of silly, but I started out with photography, like on my walks, trying to get out and taking pictures throughout my walks. And then I moved over to drawing, well, coloring, really adult coloring book that got quite a workout. And then something sparked me like to think about making friendship bracelets, which I used to do in high school. And so I have been making friendship bracelets like a mad woman for the last few weeks. Um, That's so fun. So I'll take orders, Jen, if you want to get me your colors. um, Yes. I'll I'll make you one. And I've been learning like how to, I just learned how to make, let's do a slip knot so that you can slip it on and off, um, not have Mm -hmm. to like tie it and have it leave it on all the time or, or whatever. So anyway kind of silly, but those kinds of things help get me out of my head and and just like focusing on something else that that's not stressful. That's not, you know, Jen and I talk about, we're both empaths. So all of this stuff, everything, you know, between COVID and the Black Lives Matter movement and Mm -hmm. everything has, affects me really like to the core. And so being able to do stuff like that helps me get out of my head. So do you have one? I don't necessarily say I have one, but I love having conversations. And actually, not necessarily talking about work, but talking about how people are feeling, but also how they're coping. 
and also yeah. how they are moving forward because we've been in this for quite a, a period now. So, you know, having those conversations about, you know, how are you moving forward? Is it exercise? Is it, you know, going to your favorite retailer and just roaming the aisles and just what I do sometimes and uh, a little ashamed of it. <laughs> Retail <laughs> therapy. Toy out. Yes, and play with all the toys. <laughs> and funny. I ride the bikes around Walmart and I play the games and, you know, with all the noises and stuff. And the kids are looking at me like, what is wrong with her? <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Play. Play is important. Yes, yes. And that's a integral piece of what I do and what I talk around leadership, because when I work with my clients and when I'm consulting, I always talk about what did you play as a little girl? And I said, if you are authentic to your passion and your purpose, it should mirror what you played as a kid. Oh, okay. Oh, that's cool. That makes sense. I love having tea parties, but that is like way not what I am like now. (laughs) Every well, every birthday, if I would get a new tea set, host. I would be so excited. Yeah, I guess we could kind of, we're like spilling tea right now. Yes. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, Absolutely. we are. Absolutely. You better believe it. Awesome. <laughs> Jen, what's your creative outlet? Well, you know, my creative outlet has been a couple of things this summer. Obviously, you know, we built the Tiki Hut in the backyard. And then getting this house decorated in the style that I, I just really want to make home. And then yesterday, you know, I've been wanting to do this forever, for years and years and years. I've had a Pinterest board about this for so long. And it makes so much sense. And yesterday, I finally pulled out my glue gun and my wine corks. And I started making a pumpkin out of wine corks. And now I want to make all kinds of things out of wine corks. It's so fun. I oh, saw your cool. gif and I, I didn't see a pumpkin when I looked at it. I'm sorry. Was it, <laughs> was it not done? It's not done. I still have to glue like fall leaves around the stem to make okay. it like really fancy and polished. But it's supposed, yeah, it'll look like a pumpkin. I promise you. Okay. <laughs> Maybe. I too have a huge thing of wine corks that I thinking about making it like a, like a bulletin board or something and maybe yeah. some hot plates or something like that. So, yeah. Right, you cool. can cut them and do that. It's a cool idea. All right. Well, that was cool. Let's kick off this second half. Woohoo! <laughs> yes. Second half. All right. So developing a Twitter chat every week takes dedication, knowledge, and research as we all here know. In your opinion, what makes a powerful Twitter chat so impactful and what kinds of themes and topics? First of all, I believe being true to your brand, you know, what, what are your values? You know, what of your, what of your objections, you know, what do you want your outcomes to be and really being true to your brand and focusing on that and not going in another direction. To me, that makes it, you know, easier. And I love stalking people. (laughs) (laughs) so so it's so it's easy for me so you know I love stalking people that are doing amazing things and especially women that are out there you know beating the drum and you know crashing the glass ceilings and doing all those wonderful things and I believe that you know having those conversation that it makes all of us better and it empowers all of us to lead loudly that's amazing. I think that that's very true. You can't just have a Twitter chat just for the sake of having a Twitter chat. It's just like anything else that you do with your marketing. You don't just do it for the sake of doing it. You do it yes. to change lives, to sure. learn together, to collaborate. And mm-hmm. otherwise, what is everyone doing with their time? And so making it very deliberate makes it a memory. and makes it something that people want to show up to every single week and be right. excited for. Exactly. Because I want the community to be excited. Because that's what I was saying to Madeline when we were talking about launching. And I said, you know, 
I don't want this to be one more thing that I have to check off my list. And I don't want it to become something that where I'm like, oh, no, it's Thursday and I have to think about (laughs) a, a guest and I have to do this and do that. And when it's not fun anymore, I take my toys and go home. So as yeah. long as it's fun, <laughs> as long as it's fun, we'll have a great time. Yeah. And I think we all feed off of each other's energy in a, in a Twitter chat environment, just kind of like a Facebook live environment sure. and any other interactive environment. We all feed off of each other. And as long as everyone's having fun and it's a positive experience, you just keep riding that momentum and making it better and better. Oh, yes, absolutely. And I'm so grateful to the community and the guests that show up every week because they really yeah. provide the energy as well. Yeah, I, it sounds like you have created quite the amazing, inspirational community. I'm so excited to take part in your Twitter chat tonight and, of course, be a guest on it in a couple of weeks with Megan. It's going to be so cool. I'm ready to take some Woo-hoo, things away. I can't wait. Jen is going <laughs> to be there tonight. Awesome. <laughs> I'm so excited. <laughs> <laughs> Megan, are you going to join us? <laughs> I, of course. Yeah. It, it, um, <laughs> that's funny because uh, Jen's like, she's off. She's got a couple of days off before she. Yeah, yeah. Starts her new gig at now. I, <laughs> I love it. So do you have any projects or clients that you've gained because of the Lead Loud Twitter chat? Yes. That you can point to? And several opportunities. And it's interesting that I leverage Twitter and LinkedIn together. And yeah. so it's been kind of coming from both. Mm-hmm. And, and, and several opportunities on um, the opportunity to be speaking with you and Jen today well, came from Twitter. <laughs> of course it did. Yes. But I mean like paying gigs. This is a freebie. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what you call it. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. <laughs> Checks in the mail. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. That's awesome. Yeah. You know, we started this as a passion project and, you know, I didn't have an end goal in mind. I just wanted to add some credibility to my personal brand Mm -hmm. and and to be honest, to learn from other people. I'm like, if I could have all these great people on and ask them things that I want to learn about, obviously, like this is something I already know about. Sometimes it is something that I do already have knowledge about, but helping our community, especially because our listeners are, you know, run the gamut from newbies to um, experienced pros. So we like to cover different topics. And this is, you know, in three years, we have not talked about Twitter chats, which is crazy. Wow. It that's is amazing. <laughs> we, we talked Twitter with Madeline yeah. twice, but mm-hmm. never, never about tweet chat. So I love that. Awesome. Yeah. Yay. It's, it's so much fun. I have a friend, her name is Marissa and she's okay with me saying this. She totally stiff arm Twitter for so long, so long. She would tease me about it. We did a Facebook live battle about it one time mm-hmm. and she, she just didn't see any value in being on Twitter. And she even had a marketing agency. I was like, girl, I promise you there's value on Twitter. And just yesterday she tweeted something about how it's starting to grow on her. She did go ahead and get on Twitter. She is growing her personal brand. Yeah. Twitter is not for everyone, but as we know, as we know, it, it is a great place for brands to grow, you know, to grow themselves and to have a, a presence for very many reasons. Um, there's mm-hmm. a lot of reasons to be on Twitter. It doesn't matter what your brand is. I truly believe that you can find a place on Twitter if you really look for it. But for, but for brands that say that they don't find value in hosting a Twitter chat, what would you say to them? Well, I would say go back and look at your goals and objectives and your values again and look at 
does Twitter align with those? And does the community that Twitter embraces align with those as well? Because as you look at, and as we all look at what has happened over the last couple of months, you know, we're in a place where we've never been before, you know, with the pandemic, with the issues with race, and also the economic downturn. We've never seen this before. No. And if you don't think Twitter is a place for you, you may need to rethink that, especially now, because the brands that um, drive engagement and also drive empathy, they will come out um, very different on the other side of this challenge. They really will. I, I believe that too. It's a great place for communication and constant yes. communication. And mm-hmm. any brand needs co- constant communication. That's right. That's right. That visibility is power. It yeah. really is. And it does turn into dollars. Power does yeah. turn into dollars. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This is where you're building trust with people, you know, yes. this is, mm-hmm. constantly. If you're there and you're present, you're building trust. Right. That is so true. Remembering that customer experience can be carried through positively or negatively on (laughs) on Twitter, depending on how (laughs) you approach it. (laughs) Yes, that's so true. (laughs) But yeah, major brands obviously have to be on there because that's now what people are doing. People are just tweeting when they have an issue. I think some are going to direct message now as well, but I'm still blown away when I tweet a brand and they don't tweet back. Me too. Like, Mm -hmm. what? It's such a missed opportunity. <laughs> it is. Absolutely. Yeah. So I'm curious, because this is something I've thought a lot about. Uh, once your chat is over, mm-hmm. do you have any sort of follow-up or recap or something that highlights emerging sentiments or, or reshares? Because I know, like, for me, if I've missed one, I love having a resource like I think Wakelet is one of the tools that can do that. Do you do anything like that? I am in the process of announcing. I'm not sure that I'm going to go that route. I think I'm going to go into a podcast recap route. Okay. Ooh. That where I actually give an overview of what has happened and probably um, attach a downloadable to it. Nice. Oh, awesome. So smart. Mm-hmm. Oh, thank you. I can't say that that came completely by myself, but <laughs> I know that for me, I'm more of a speaker, so it's easier for me to talk about it. Mm-hmm. So that's why, you know, I was talking to Kate Chernis, who was on a couple of weeks ago, and she's the uh, CEO of Lately AI. Yeah. Oh, okay. And okay. so I am excited about using that platform to actually help me put all those things together. That's amazing. Yeah. I've been saying for three years that we need to repurpose this podcast content Yes, in mm-hmm. another way, and I still haven't done it. But <laughs> I think the consistency that we've had for three years of getting the show done yes. and having such great guests, that is in and of itself a feat. And so we talk about consistent content creation. And mm-hmm. uh, so we're doing our part in that, but it's on my list. Otter. God, I got to get on Otter to get it transcribed mm-hmm. and then we can do different things with it. Um, and then Jen might create some more audiograms for us. If yeah. Yay, Jen. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> audiograms are fun. They're fun. I, I, I learned a lot how to do that. It's pretty easy. Once you get the hang of it, it's pretty easy. And then the cool thing is you're going back and you're like 
relearning some things. Um, you're catching those favorite clips that just really matter to you and are also going to matter to your audience and hopefully loop them into when I'll hear the entire episode. It's it's so cool. They're fun to play around with. Oh, that makes me wonderful. laugh because I always listen to every episode like three times because I'm on it. And then I have to listen back for the editor and then I have to listen back to make sure that he did. And so I've listened to it three times and I asked my co-host <laughs> if they listened to the show back and they're like, no, I was there. Why would I need to listen to it? I'm like, <laughs> well, I'll go back and read the, the Twitter chat again. So yeah. if that's any consolation. See, at least of this, we're only, we're each, all, there's only one person talking at a time. I mean, you know, typically. Sure. But on the tweet chat, it's like, you know, floodgate of oh, awesomeness gosh. that <laughs> it's hard to it's hard to keep up with. So yeah, going back through is is super smart um as the host for sure. Um Jen, what's the is it headliner that you yeah. use to make the audio content? Yeah, I've been using headliner. Oh, thank you. Headliner, uh-huh. okay. Yes. And, and then it's, I, it's easy. Yeah, I saw them speak at Podcast Movement last summer and I've been oh, meaning okay. to use it, but I haven't haven't quite yet. And we'll find a current link to a tweet chat schedule and I'll post that in the show notes because that's one of the things too, like keeping track of what happens when and like, you know, getting the time zones right and all that. Yes. Oh yeah. That's a big one. That's a big one. (laughs) Yes. Because I've had some international guests and, you know, trying to keep the time zones correct. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) As a matter of fact, um, my guest next week is um, from Africa. So yeah, we'll have a time zone issue again, not issue, but you know, We'll, it's a we'll challenge. Have to collaborate on that. Yeah, it is a challenge. It yeah. is a challenge. Yeah, especially because mm-hmm. yours is a yours is a set time. At least for yes. for this one, we can record it. You know, at a different hours based on the availability of the guest, and then you know, and then it gets published. So, but yeah, like I have a I have a client right now. I'm missing Twitter Smarter because my team meetings for that client are at 10 a.m. Pacific mm-hmm. um, oh, on yeah. Thursdays. Right. But then I try to roll right into the agency chat, but I'm usually late. And then by then, by noon, I'm like, I can't do email hour now because I haven't done any work yet today. <laughs> I mean, real work, you know. Like, <laughs> sure. <laughs> so mm-hmm. I haven't checked my email, haven't like, you know, all that kind of good stuff. So, all right. So we'd like to ask our guests a couple of fun questions when we have time. And we have time. Oh, fun. So, <laughs> If you could have a superpower in your job, you could do absolutely anything at all, no no holds barred, what would that superpower be? Confidence. Ooh, yeah. Like all the time confidence without any doubts kind of a deal like that. A hundred percent confidence to be fearless. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a good one. That's a, that's a really thing. good one. We've never had that one. That's <laughs> no, nope, we have not. Yeah. Jen, do you have a, a, any new thoughts on this question for yourself? Yes. My new one is my superpower is no matter what I type, there are no typos. Oh, That's all right. Woo, I need that one too. <laughs> <laughs> that is awesome. My, mine is to have people working for me to follow my instructions even if I didn't give the best instructions for them to do it exactly the way that they're supposed to. <laughs> oh, yes. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yes. I think back and I, as a leader, you know, I want to mm-hmm. own when I haven't done a good job. Right. And, I, and I've had a, I've had a lot of moments recently when I've been like, did I do such a poor job of explaining what I needed that this is what I got back, you know, kind of a thing. So yeah, um, that's a challenge. And walking that line too of owning and admitting fault with not, trying to come across as weak, you know, like right. I, it's a balance, I think, a, as in, in trying to be a good leader. So, all right. And then do you have any gadgets, apps, technology, anything that you're 
excited about lately? Oh, yes. I'm excited about lately um, AI. I just had a conversation with one of their consultants today and um, we're kicking it off. And I really want to see, you know, where that takes me, where it also takes the brand and how it actually minimizes some of the challenges that I have with creating content. Oh, okay. So like in terms of using AI to what cool out of your Twitter chat, like sentiments or what, what are you using it for? To pull out the Twitter chat sentiments, but also too, to help me to create better content faster. Gotcha. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Using technology, leveraging technology to help me be more efficient at what I do and stop spending probably countless hours, you know, creating content, you know, researching this and researching that. So I'm looking forward to it, minimizing my time for creating content. Awesome. Kind of like the right content. A VA. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. That's very cool. So All right. I'm very excited about that. Miss Greg, what's the best place for people to find you? The best place for people to find me is on Twitter at Nathalie Greg. With two G's. <laughs> two G's. Two and one H. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Well, this is great. I love when a show is tight where I think we covered everything. And I think that our listeners will be super enlightened. And we really appreciate you being on. And we look forward to, if you're listening to this between now and August 20th, join us on the hashtag lead loudly um, Twitter chat at 4 p.m. Pacific, 7 p.m. Eastern time. I'm only giving you those two time zones. Outside of that, you got to do the math yourself. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks so much for being with us. Thank you for the invitation. It was wonderful. Thank you, Megan. And thank you, Jen. It's so great to have you. Thank you. I enjoyed it. Thanks, Miss Jen Cole. Enjoy your last few days of freedom. (laughs) I think today is the last day. (laughs) Oh, okay. (laughs) That's all right. It won't seem like work, so... No, it's going to be amazing. I'm excited. Yeah. They're so lucky to have you just like laughing, not surprised, but just laughing at how like quick, how quick you turn that bus around. That's awesome. (laughs) All right, y'all. This has been the final bonus episode of our four part series this summer and episode 62. Yeah. And so we will catch y'all on the other side at the beginning of season four. Or, all right, thanks for listening. We will catch you next time.